Hi, listeners. I'm Nicole Spezio. And hi, listeners. I'm Jenny Donheiser. And this, this is, is How Were You Brainwashed? A Yay. very special podcast that we host yeah. that you listen to. Hopefully, if you're here. Oh, somebody. Oh, my God. Okay. Huge reveal. Yeah. My dad said he's listened. To <gasps> episodes, which Whoa. I've got to tell you, never thought. Never thought yeah. you'd see the day. I just, you know, just didn't know we were there. <laughs> didn't know we were there. But shout out to my father if he's listening. And now I'm like immediately like, what have I said? My, <laughs> my, when I lost my virginity, my vagina shaving patterns or non-patterns. <laughs> like stuff's been said and that's beautiful. And, um, you know, maybe this will help us all just see that we're just humans trying to figure it out. Wow. Yeah. There's something you know, about mom listening, but then there's something about dad listening. There's a, you know, and not to be too into the gender roles, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> there is a dip. I wouldn't be surprised if my dad full listened. I think my mom listens to it like while she gets ready for work and he happens to be around. Mm. So he's maybe heard some snippets. And then I think she plays snippets for him when I discuss him, which mom, don't it, I know you're listening right now. So just stop doing that. Maybe I, I'm, she's probably only doing it if you're saying something really, really nice. And I can't sort of recall <laughs> a time you said something really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, I think the Paul Shear stuff, she. Uh, oh, well, him. sure. I mean. <laughs> Now, where did we leave off on that? You did email his mother back and there was no response. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think, meant to be like a back and forth. I don't know. I've never emailed with Paul Shear's mom, so I wasn't sure what it was meant to be. (laughs) I just sort of said, thank you so much. That's very kind of you to reach out. Thank you for telling me a little bit about my estranged grandfather who happens to be Paul Shear's. Just catching the listener up. They didn't know that Paul Shear is my step-uncle. 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 And then Paul Shear's mother, we talked about it on the pod, and then Paul Shear's mother reached out to Jenny via her contact submission form on her website. (laughs) The only people that use that, Paul Shear's mom and my uncle who can't figure out email. But he can figure out your contact submission form on your website. Now I've heard everything. Every time he emails me, it comes through there and I'm like, okay, here we go. I kind of love that. I think I've been asked once to do a short film via that. And then also (laughs) a lot of like, do you want to grow your business? Yeah. Do you want to grow your business and one short film? Yeah. People reach out to us on our contact page. (laughs) Please. Why am I paying a hundred dollars a goddamn year for this website? (laughs) No one's reaching out. (laughs) Squarespace just taking my money. Yeah. We'd love to. We love you, Squarespace. We'd love to get you as a sponsor on the Oh, pod. whoa. What is this, like 2009? Squarespace <laughs> is sponsoring now. I've heard everything. Squarespace, MailChimp. Let's get them. Wow. All the classics. Third Love <laughs> bras. I don't know. Bras? Yeah. Thanks. Panties. Hey, what's going on? How have you been since our last chat? I'm still pregnant and I hate it lots. <laughs> yeah. you sort of reached a point where it seems bad all the time it's bad all the time you know what one of the things i dislike the most is at night when i go to sleep on my side and then i want to change Mm -hmm. sides because one side's like i'm tired of being the side that you're on it is gymnastics yeah to flop over it is 
And it's like, it's so weird. I can like feel him also moving with me. So I'm like, he's lying down on his side. And then when I got to move, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's got to go across my stomach now we both gotta lie on the other side everybody's gotta sort of move (laughs) where they were at and that's no fun because i have insomnia just in general and Mm -hmm. so i read a lot at night i probably read for like an hour every night before i can actually fall asleep which is why i read a lot of books and yeah then i gotta switch sides every 10 minutes and thank god my husband's a heavy sleeper because i'm doing some crazy i'm doing some wild stuff (laughs) over there on your side of the bed absolutely have you watched like a look who's talking or anything fun while you've been pregnant a father of the bride too oh my god look who's talking is the opening sequence of look who's talking like burned in your brain of the sperm yeah how did they shoot that What is that? Wow, great question. Is it real? Is it real science you mean from like the insides of a body? No way. It's got to be practical effects. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker in that way. They didn't have CGI back then. Nowadays, that would have just been full animation. So what do you think it was? Little sperm dolls and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's like just on a set. They had, I don't know. I got to do, we got to really, we got to do some <laughs> BTS research of look who's talking if you haven't seen the opening sequence of look who's talking it is sperm racing to fertilize an egg and there's voiceover and they're talking to each other kirstie alley's the mom and john John travolta Travolta is is like the hot but is he the dad or not the dad right becomes sort of dad figure and the baby is roseanne or we started with bruce willis as a baby and then in two do we add roseanne i think it's bruce willis in one and then we add two Roseanne I haven't seen two in a long time (laughs) but yeah I think it might be fun to watch while you're pregnant okay yeah 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 I grab that baby's thinking about Graham had a big sort of like cultural blind spot as far as like rom-coms from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So we did do a lot of pandemic viewing of that. And we did watch Father of the Bride Part 1. And I think it's time for him to see Father of the Bride Part 2. So he's never seen Part 2. He's never seen Part 2. Yeah, this is the moment. I too showed my husband both Father of the Brides during pandemic. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Glad that that's what we could bring to the table. <laughs> I watched Godfather for the first time and he no, watched Father of the Bride. <laughs> Wow, you've never seen your Italian. I know. Famously, well, it's not nothing, but um, <laughs> famously, I think one time Ariel and that Ariel Siegel, famed guest and friend of the pod, tried to watch The Godfather, and we made it about three minutes because it was just too quiet. We couldn't hear. Yeah, I could yeah. not hear the speech. So I have been sort of waiting till I get a surround sound system to watch The Godfather. <laughs> Sounds like your settings on your TV are on the... Something was off. This is a a time, an old apartment where I lived at eye level with the subway and sort of... Oh, of course. It was impossible to hear anything Anything. except for Jersey Shore or Real Housewives where people were screaming at each other. (laughs) If there was any sort of nuance or whispering, I could not hear it. Okay, that's amazing. I do recall this apartment. It was right next to the subway. Yeah, it was. uh, You could look out the window and you could see people (laughs) going to work. It's upsetting. So, yeah, you need to go see it like special edition in theaters. I don't think you need to see it, to be perfectly honest. But you have enough understanding culturally. Like, you know, you know about the horse head. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know. I did. I, I mean, sure, it was good, but I was also kind of like, yeah, you yeah, know, I've seen this in a way. You didn't find Godfather to be a sleigh. No. Great. But it's sort of like dated at this point. It's like mm-hmm. making someone watch goddamn Citizen Kane. Never saw it. <laughs> You're bored. Yeah. But no one had ever made such a thing at such a time. Sure. But now at this point, we've got six feet under. It's like <laughs> we've seen it all. I did download. It is the day of Britney Spears's book coming out. Yes. I did download it. I did start listening to it while walking Monty right before this. And Michelle Williams is, is reading it. Michelle Williams broke back of Brokeback Mountain fame, not Destiny's Child fame, is reading it. And yeah, I don't know if it would be tolerable with Britney reading it. No offense. I didn't suggest that. <laughs> but she does make an intro statement and says, you know, this is hard for me to revisit a lot mm-hmm. of these memories. And for that reason, I'm not choosing to read it. And thank you to Michelle Williams for that. Are they girls? Do we know if they're friends? Huh. I don't know. They were sort of around at the same time, like Dawson's Creek and and Britney were kind of mm-hmm. at the same time, but I don't know if they're friends. I can't see it, but maybe. Just maybe. But obviously it's written by not Britney Spears, it's written by a ghostwriter. But she must have had to sit down with the ghostwriter and tell her memories of to this ghostwriter. It's written by they're all writing it together. They couldn't have, you know. The ghostwriter yeah, could have written it without Britney Spears telling the stories. I would love. I mean, can you imagine being the ghostwriter and just having to like? Do you think they sat down in person, or do you think Britney just sent her like voice memos, or like? I've been hearing that Britney did a People magazine interview, but she only did it via email, and she sent in her own picture for the cover. You oh. know what I mean? I'm just wondering, like, what, how this went down. Have you come across any bombshells already from what you've heard? Oh, just sad. Her childhood yeah. is just sad. Yeah. You know, her her dad was a really bad alcoholic. Her dad's mom killed herself, like on the like lost a child, an infant child, and then shot herself on the grave of the infant <laughs> child. Uh-huh. Jean, that's her middle name, is Jean, the grandmother who killed herself, and I think you know obviously dad's dad was abusive then he became an alcoholic and all around just tough you know and she's very empathetic though you know obviously she doesn't have a good relationship with her father he was hard on her and on her siblings and having him being an alcoholic her whole childhood's not great but she understands because she's like you know reviewing his past yeah so i didn't know we were gonna start there i said Mm -hmm. oh boy okay we're getting into great great she talks about her great grandmother she had a grandmother from london wow she said she always likes to talk in a british accent because it reminds her of her grandmother (laughs) her fancy grandmother who like really wanted to go back to london and no one let her (laughs) oh her husband thought if he ever let her go back to london she would never come back I mean, probably right. <laughs> so I'm still in childhood. We are just getting to what is the Disney show? Mickey Mouse Mickey Club. Mouse. Mickey Mouse Club, yeah. Okay. Well, looking so. forward to hearing your review. Yeah, I think it's a, a audio feels right. I was like, I don't know if I need to read this. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will listen to Michelle Williams narrate. Yeah. And I just sort of might listen to what you tell me about <laughs> it. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, what's going on with you, babe? Um, you finally asked me. I did it. It feels great. 
I, well, I found out that my dad listened to the pod because of my sisters and I, there were a little birthday dinner for my dad and my grandma. And we went out in New Jersey and I Googled best restaurants in New Jersey in order to find somewhere good for us to go to dinner. And my grandma said, if she lives to 93, she'd like to go to the same restaurant. Wow. So I picked a good one, baby. Wow. If she lives to 93. I mean, yeah, that's sort of. (laughs) <laughs> so to where we're at i mean good jeans honey how was it how was the restaurant it was fucking great here's a shout out to il nido in marlboro new jersey <laughs> <laughs> the food was fucking lit our server james is studying to be a social worker by day wow. serving up food at night said it's the best food he's ever had at any place he ever worked we had a great day Oh, that's nice. Yeah, my sister Amanda made a little trivia game about my dad to what? play on her birthday. It was so cute. That's very sweet. It was very wholesome and nice. Was Mike there too? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was at his brother's batch party. His oh, brother's that's getting very right. nice breaks. From what I've heard, they did medieval times and a haunted house. Oh, very wholesome as well. Yes. <laughs> Wow, medieval. Who was somebody we know was saying they never been? And I know that's really interesting to say, but if you've never been to medieval times, you don't got to go. <laughs> it's not. Go to a Ren Fair. Yeah, that's more interesting. Have mead, throw an axe. Yeah. Don't eat chicken that's dry with your hands. Do they still not give you silverware? I don't. Yeah, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, they want you to feel like a medieval t- timer and uh, you got to eat with your hands. Okay. (laughs) Losing my mind. That's very cute. Okay. Wait, before we get into our famous brainwashes, I did want to check in with you. Did you watch the Greek Easter episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I did, yes. What did you think about Monica's (laughs) mom? (laughs) Worrisome. Worrisome. Felt worried. Two housewives were fighting, as housewives are wont to do, and one of their mothers, Monica's mother, really, I thought, got involved in a wild way. Yeah. I've never really seen a mom get in the mix quite like this. Yeah. When husbands and moms try to get in on Housewives, it really does make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You think this mom wants to be on the show, right? Well, what I think is that because she was really trying to be like, I'm so sorry for my daughter. Uh, we don't, She doesn't act like that. I'm so sorry. Like, I think that she was just worried about what her friends would think about her. Like, uh, so she was like trying uh-huh. to get ahead of it. But it, but like by doing so, just like totally, she, she could have just said nothing. She didn't need to sell out her daughter. Very weird choice to sell out your daughter and then sort of reprimand her on screen in front of everybody. Yeah. And then I felt so sad for Monica when she was like, I just wish I had a different mom. I know. I was like, oh, God, I feel like we've only really scratched the surface of what that relationship is. Yeah, because her mom converted to Mormonism and then stopped. I don't remember. I'm hazy on those details, but there was something about... Yeah, Monica sort of not being able to access the mom. She talked about her little inner child, little Monica. Yeah. That made me feel sad. I love when people are inner child. It's so nice. I just love them. 
you love inner child it's just really it's just um you know famously i was talking to my shaman about a fight that mike and i always have yeah and she was like yeah so when you're getting so mad at him in this fight you sort of just need to stop and look at him and think about little mike and mike's inner child and like and that's who's asking for help and i was like you're so right and i'm just screaming at him so it's been helpful if you're yeah. partner's pissing you off in a way that it's not really scary and bad you know maybe you just need to look at them as as their inner child yeah to feel compassion yeah so i guess i don't have compassion for adults ultimately unless i remember that they were once children <laughs> or like Brittany, you know remembering her dad's story and being like huh. they are doing the best they can that's one that i really like have to go back to with with my parents at least mm-hmm. is like they really didn't have the best experience so I gotta really clock that I know it's I mean it's like look who raised them you know it's like <laughs> a wonder that they turned out so great you know yeah. and that we turned out so great too every gen we just get a little bit closer yeah yeah and soon we'll have your boy and we'll be able to see and <laughs> 30 years how we fucked him up and how we succeeded. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, that house, that whole that Greek festival was was something to behold. I do like getting our first Greek housewife. Yes, but I hate her. Oh, absolutely. I don't care for her at all. <laughs> but it's um, Stuck's ass. Yeah, but we'd never seen a grape leaf on a housewife before, and I was happy to see it. <laughs> Did you watch her and Bowen together on Watch What Happens Live? Of course. And oh my god, I still haven't watched Mary Cosby on Watch What Happens Live with Z Way. I, I, from the clips I saw, it was seemed very tough. It was very bizarre, and obviously there was something Andy was like, Z-Way, it's so funny to see you sort of like not sure what to do because <laughs> you never have that energy, and now because Mary Cosby is next to you, you're sort of unsure. Yeah. Was that Mary Cosby's first time on the show? I don't think so. Oh, it seems like she had no idea what to do. I think that could be true even if, if it was her thousandth time on the show. I think, again, she is not of this world. Did you vote in the, for the Bravo awards that are happening at BravoCon. No, I gotta do that. Get in. You can vote up to once per day. Are you voting up to once per day, Nicole? At this point, I have only voted one day. (laughs) But, uh, you know, maybe I got some opinions. Like TRL. You you were a TRL gal, I imagine. Of course. Of course. Carson Daly would love to have F-U-C-K'd him as a child. I mean, I'm just saying what I wanted when I was yeah, eleven. I'm not saying it's right. Seek Amy, I don't think I wanted to fuck Carson Daly. Yeah, well, that's because you know, we have different traumas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he does have very like teacher energy. I don't. Okay, just He's... calm down, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> BravoCon awards voting. I just want to see what the categories are. What do you, do you think? Um, what do you think? the kyle mauricio thing is do you think it's real you think it's fake i don't know and then now i saw that he was like holding hands and canoodling with his dancing with the stars partner at that point i'm like i'm out it's just it's like what are you even talking about so stupid Uh, i don't know i'm annoyed with both of them i don't care 
Oh, there's a song of the BravoCon Follies song of the year. Candace Dillon drive back, of course. Lisa Barlow's performance of Away in a Maze. <laughs> Sheena Shea doing Good as Gold last year at BravoCon. Okay. Drew Sidera's performance of Throw Us Away. I didn't. I haven't seen that. Oh, she sang it. She sang a, a, a breakup song to her husband at the reunion about oh, their breakup. I have it seen was, that clip. It, yeah. it was, yeah, one of the toughest things I've sort of ever laid my eyes on. <laughs> Erica Jane's performance of Oh Holy Night. Wow, not even one of her songs, just her drunkenly trying to sing Oh Holy Night over that crazy woman's boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, I think I have to vote for Lisa Barlow. Away That's what I voted for. <laughs> Away in a manger, no, no crib for his death. Okay, the Dorit Kimsley Award for chicest Bravo celebrity. Wow, they're giving Dorit Kimsley chicest. Well, not even because she's not even nominated, or maybe she won last year. The Bunny honoree for most iconic Bravo item of the year. <laughs> Okay. Who said that award for colloquial excellence? Mm. How many of them are Ramona? I don't think we allowed Ramona to get nominated. nominated at all. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, so much is coming. Beverly Hills is back this week. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, Beverly Hills is back. Tonight? And um, your house, you don't fuck with that, right? I don't fuck with that. Potomac is coming back next week, I think. And Miami is coming back next week. So, yeah, we have a lot of our friends coming back. All of them I'm happy about. Uh, I think I was ready to see Orange County go. Definitely ready to see, uh, you know, New York. <laughs> Get gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think, I don't know what they're going to do for that next season. If they're going to keep the same crew New- or what? We'll keep the same. They're going to keep them the same, you think? Uh, my guess is they keep it exactly the same if anything they add one more i've heard rumors they might bring leah in honestly i'd be open to that yeah i like leah yeah let's see that weird guy that coaches her in boxing i always am seeing him around the city you are yeah where i saw that one time at brunch together wow you're really in manhattan you're bopping around manhattan i mean come on it's the center of the universe (laughs) i know you stay in your sad little brooklyn (laughs) well now especially well now you're giving beached whale (laughs) (laughs) she is trapped for the next month (laughs) you think that starbucks drink will really make me go into labor listen i think that there are a lot of wives tales there's that famous salad from that la restaurant i don't know how we're gonna get you that there's the starbucks drink Let's let's you should try some stuff. Not too early, but once it's time for you to try stuff, I think let's try stuff. Yeah, let's I think get them I, out of there. I think I can try it like thirty-eight weeks if they say. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to get them out of there early. <laughs> All right, calm down. I was at Leland again this oh weekend. My God, she's obsessed. <laughs> and Randy was telling me that two people have gone into labor at Leland eating their custard pie. Well, that's enough. That's that's enough to make a correlation for me. I have to go eat their pie when I want to give birth. Great. (laughs) 
So I'll Starbucks, Leland. We'll buy that salad in from LA. Sal- yeah, get me ew, a salad flown in. That's like the <laughs> okay, worst. Well maybe, maybe we can look at the ingredients and sort of DIY it. <laughs> worst thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> I barely want to get a salad delivered, you know? Okay. <laughs> really <laughs> hit or miss. I'm I'm doing an acting job. <gasps> oh, what? Do Even you though want? we're on strike, it's something that's allowed, and it is an HR video. <gasps> oh my god, go where on! My coworker, my coworker asks if I want sushi, and I take it that he's asking me on a date, and I bring it up to my manager, and my manager's like, "You should go. He's one of the best guys in the office. You have oh. to take one for the team and go to a sushi date." whoa sometimes i do hr videos and it's so funny it's they're just like you know, it's like uh, they them i can't keep up you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> wait so what's the point the point is it like for managers to be like this is not correct it's management for, you know, well haven't you ever had a day job where you had to like you had to just sit and watch the hr video that yes, year about yes. like one of my favorite ones i didn't do this but in a video that i saw it was it was like Susan is a bodybuilder. She keeps hiking up her skirt to show everyone her muscly legs. Is that okay? <laughs> wow. It's it is so sad that people need it to be so specific. It's like <laughs> hmm, I'm a boss and I actually forced my secretary to fuck me. Is that A acceptable? B not. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do have to act out like multiple scenarios. Yeah, so this yeah. one I'm just getting asked out by my coworker. But yes, there I are. I did one a few months ago that was like, yeah, our boss didn't like to say it kept being like have having voiceovers saying they them is so confusing. And I was like, it's actually not. Yeah, it's actually not that confusing. So this is sort of <laughs> this is where we're at. It's 100 days uh, being on strike. And oh, my God, and I am. Open for HR video shoots. <laughs> Fran, Fran, get us get us out of here. <laughs> I'm just moving along. Fran's fault. No, I know, I know. It's the it's big the evil business. Overlord's fault. Yeah, it's Bob Iger. I don't know. Or was he more writers guild drama? You're talking to the wrong girl. The entertainment industry. Yeah, Big so wigs. Sort of where I'm at in my acting career is, um... <laughs> hey, at least you got a job. At least you're working during this time. Not everybody we can say to. that. We need to be working. We need to be working. Yeah, get out there, flex a muscly leg. Just kidding. I wish that was what you were doing. <laughs> I know. It was, Susan loves bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see if they need any um pregnant women to get pushed or belly touch fired yeah exactly god no i don't want to do anything i don't want to commute i barely want to be uh walking monty around the block fuck that let your husband do that yeah that's true but it is good for my mental health to get outside all right it it is nice especially in this it's nice outside these days yes i know that's fascinating for everyone to hear that it's nice outside sort of moving on okay well on this television show, this podcast show that we do called How yeah. Are You Brainwashed? Yes. 
We like to talk about ways in which we were brainwashed, either by society, culture, our upbringing, the media, and really deep dive into deep dive into them. Are we able to think of any? Were you do, able to think of do, one? Do rapid fire. Rapid fire brainwashing? Yeah. Okay. Rapid fire brainwashing. Remember when they had 100 calorie packs? Yes. That's one. If there was a diet, wouldn't it work for everybody? Yes. Okay. That's one. Fast fashion, but it's like, oh, where do I buy a <laughs> Okay. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come on. Okay. Okay. Some. Okay. We okay. We've already talked about alcohol. Did you ever read that article about how actually like people think vacation and travel gives them a new world view, but really we're just like creating pollution and. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe both things can be true. And just like doing it for the Instagram. Well, no, people. I mean, people are vacationing for many years before Instagrams. So I don't really think we could pin it on that. Controversial opinion. Okay, what about the New York Times article or New York Magazine article about people having friends with no kids versus kids? That's not what it was. That person just seemed hateful. Yeah, I didn't that read it. Um, I also didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have kids and have friends with no kids, do you think? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the level of friendship. Right. It's yeah, like it's, there if you're could an be, acquaintance. Right. If you're an if you were barely seeing each other before, like it's this is not going to be the moment. But if you're ride or die, yeah, you're going to see them and you might be inconvenienced for three years. Get over it. Like you might just have to be on their schedule, go to their places. Right. You know, but then it just all loops back around. I did see a. My favorite Instagram account, the holistic psychologist, oh God, uh-huh. post about just friendship in general and, you know, the expectations people have around friendship and what it means to be a friend. You know what I find fascinating on what? Real Housewives is like how they are like, I, I'm, I was your friend. They're always throwing around like, I was a good friend to you. I was there for you. I did this for you. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not no good friend. I mean, no one's a real good friend on that show. But I think people really, I don't know, it can be tricky, right? Like even in a relationship, if one friend has a different expectation than another friend and what's healthy and not healthy, you know what I mean? Like in a friendship. Yeah. And we don't really, we don't really talk about it as much as we do romantic relationships, I would say. Yeah, we probably don't talk about it, but I do think we just, we just adjust. It's like if I have a flaky friend who's still so fun to hang out with, like I just will start to expect that they will hang out less, but know that we will still have a lot of fun when we do hang out. Yeah, but would you ever bring that to their attention in the way that you would like a romantic partnership? Well, uh, no, because I think that's acceptable to me as a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I have... (laughs) <laughs> not to be a bitch with so many friends I don't need to put all my eggs in one basket and so I don't need to have the same kind of relationship with everybody if I can accept where they're at then we're good have you ever had like a true friend breakup I'm trying to think if I've had one like as an a as a mature adult and I don't think so I think that any friend breakup I've had were like slow fades when it was just like this isn't working 
But I, I, I don't know if anyone has ever done something so... I think if someone has hurt me or done something to me that I feel is bad and just like, okay, I pull away now. I don't know if there's ever been something so bad that I was like, felt like I needed to talk to you before I pull away. Right. I don't know. What do you think? Or it wasn't like a deep enough friendship that you were like, right. I, I'm willing to talk to this person about this so that we don't, so that I don't pull away from you. Yeah. And also it's like, sometimes you got to just pull away and if it comes back, it comes back. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's not the most mature way to handle it. But I, yeah, I definitely obviously like address issues with my partner differently than I address issues with friendships. But I think that that's because it's a completely different thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I've had a breakup as an adult. And I also, but what's so interesting is I've had like similar experiences with other friends that there was no breakup involved because it was just sort of like, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Do you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a healthier approach than, you know, taking issue with the amount of time you see somebody or the amount of time they reach out to you or clocking. I don't know. You know, like I guess it's it's, it's about if both people are aligned on what yes. is happening and if that's what they want. Right. Because if someone feels really close to a person and that person starts to move away, like if you just stopped I don't know, answering my calls, I I would be like, what's going on? Right. But that's because that's not the circumstances of our relationship that we've set up. But if there was someone that I like didn't love as much, I would just be like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's so tricky because I think it's what's interesting to me is that we, because we have been here so long, say. Like on this planet or as Oh, in New York, in New York okay. City. And we went to college in New York City. And I feel like in alternate worlds, people go to college in like Alabama, California, Connecticut, Wisconsin, wherever okay. the hell I'll they just go. Name states, yeah. And then they go somewhere else. Like, you know, my husband was to school in Colorado and then he moved to New York and he basically like found a new community. Yeah, we, we are high have school this... counties, but with college. We are yes. college counties. So I think, like, obviously, there were people I used to see more because there were more things that were college adjacent and people had theater companies, huge shout out, or like events. and real niche now. <laughs> yeah. So, and now that is just, we're now we're 35 and now people, we're all still here, but people are like on their different paths or whatever having babies getting married whatever it is they're doing it's more work because we don't run into each other as much the only resource i have is time that's the only resource i have so i am picky and choosy with who gets my time yeah that doesn't mean that i don't like somebody but if we're just like yeah if i run into you gorge if i don't that's okay (laughs) Right. Yeah. We have a specific situation. We are college. T- we are townies are in New York. In the greatest city in the world. <laughs> yeah. But like we can't go to a Broadway show and like not run into someone from your studies class sophomore year and be like, hi. 100%. <laughs> it's a special experience. Manhattan townies. We are Manhattan townies. And it's okay that I don't hang out with 30 people anymore. Yeah, do you care? I so I really care. was committed to that lifestyle for so long though. 
Yeah, because we were also single and we yeah. had time. We just had ex- a lot of expendable time. time. Yes. I never wanted to be home. Right. Because my home was like a shitty 20-something apartment. Right. And why would I want to be there when I could be at somebody else's shitty 20-something apartment? <laughs> Drinking their booze. Yeah. You know, and now it's sort of like, no, I want to be in my home with my partner and my television programs, going to my dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I don't know if this is a brainwash, but there is something around friendship and, you know, feeling a certain level of obligation that after a certain point as an adult is very hard to upkeep and people just need to be understanding. <laughs> or is that too specific to me? <laughs> That's a little specific to you, I think, but... Wait, I have to find this holistic psychologist post because she's going to okay. say it better than me. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I also have just like such a guilt complex around like oh I'm not doing enough as a friend or whatever and feeling like if I sense that somebody's is actually feeling that for me I do tend to like shut down yeah it has the opposite effect on me then but if someone were to come to me and say hey what's the deal it could have a conversation about it but if yeah. I if you, if things start to get passive aggressive or shamey or guilty, I say not. I gotta. Yeah, we're not really supposed to do that. I gotta pull away. Yeah, people do that. All the housewives be doing it. All the that, time. Mm, I don't know. I think so. our housewives are aggressive. Aggressive. This one is your friendships are impacted by your attachment style. Are you in on attachment styles? Not really. I haven't really found my way in. People that are in are really in. What's the book everyone's reading? Attachment style. <laughs> attached? I don't know. <laughs> attachment style. Sorry. I'm looking for the friendship book. Maybe I don't care because I'm just like so secure attached that it doesn't like really affect me in that way. Okay, this one says, friends give friends space. Some of us are emotionally exhausted. We're taking time to self-isolate and recharge. It's not personal. Authentic friends welcome you back when the time comes. Okay, and that spoke to you? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Does that speak to you? I'm kind of like, duh. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know. The thing that I don't like about these is like, not every post applies to every situation. And so I think sometimes people are latching on to posts that it's not really what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to find Like sometimes one. that's true. And sometimes a million other things could be true. But if you like were going through something and it was clear you didn't want to hang out or to be around people for a while, I would respect that. It wouldn't. I mean, I think it would also depend on the level of friendship. If I was doing that to someone I was really close to, I would I would hope that they'd be like, what's going on? Are you okay? Is this interesting or is this horrible? I honestly can't decide. <laughs> I truthfully cannot decide. Okay. But I think it started good. I don't know if we're where it sort of <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> I think it started interesting. Okay. Well, that being said, after all this, I do love friendship and I want to make time for my friends. And if I don't, it's not personal. And I just want to say that. Unless sometimes it is. And that's also okay. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Are you feeling worried at all about how baby will change friend dynamics? Um, not my, no, not really. Not my, not my circle. No. Yeah. 
think we'll all sort of just say, okay, new chapter. Yeah. And uh, there will be a baby at some dinners, sleep under a table, and then there will be some babysitters. I can't wait to go to a beer garden while you're breastfeeding. (laughs) Oh, God. I read a whole New York Times article about breastfeeding yesterday. That's a brainwash. (laughs) Is the Times pro it or against it? No, it was just like... This is what your baby's poop. This is how many times your baby should be pooping and peeing on day five. And this is what the color of the poop should look like on day seven. This is how much they should be pooping and peeing. And this is what the color of the poop and the pee should look like. So you're really in it. You're really getting ready. Because I'm like, how do you know? You know, how do you know it's working? The poop, the boobs, the feed. Well, the beginning, you know, your your milk isn't in. So you're just feeding them some weird nutrients coming out of your boobs. But they need to do that to get your milk going. And then they lose weight, which is apparently fine unless they lose a ton of weight. I don't know. It's all just like they're supposed to lose weight. But if they lose this much weight, you need to go to the Mm -hmm. doctor or something is wrong. If you know, if the doctors will tell you what you need to know. Yeah. You don't need to be worried about it. Their meconium, meconium, their poop, their early poop has a special name. They're eating colostrum and they're pooping meconium sick do you think your baby will be cute no matter if it is or not <laughs> to think? me yeah yeah i think probably biologically that's how it works right yeah i don't know we'll see how, if your baby's cute and how you feel about it <laughs> i'm gonna be like my baby's ugly sucks <laughs> i feel like my mom when she talks about me as a baby she's like you came out tough you got better <laughs> yeah but I have heard her say that I came out rough looking. Maybe so, we can get some of those on social so the, so the listeners can tell us if you were cute or not. Well, that's a brainwash is that you connect with your baby right away as mommy. And that's not that always is. true. That is. Okay. This I might cut, but there is some movie or TV show where someone's having trouble connecting with their baby. Mm-hmm. And they go on a walk and the baby, they laugh together at something. Do you know what I'm talking about? What is the content? No. <laughs> Damn it. It's like what I keep thinking about is this mommy and this baby not connecting right away and having to get bonded. You Googled the keywords and it's not coming up? No, let's see. Mommy in film or TV show not connecting, connecting to baby with baby. Walk, laugh, connect. Nothing. It's not. Um, maybe if I go to images. While you're googling, I fell asleep at work today. Oh my god! Like, what do you while mean? While it was like actively directing a shoot, like somebody was doing something. How were you uh, sitting up? Or I don't understand. I was on my couch and I just could not sleep through the night last night. I just like kept waking up a million times, and I just fully fell asleep while I was working, and then. I like didn't wake up for 10 minutes and then I was like, I'm so sorry, my computer, something weird with my computer. And they're like, oh, it's okay. I was like, that's so bad. I mean, Google image lock. I'm going to have to do some work later. So if anyone knows the piece of media where a baby (laughs) and a mom connect while on a walk via smiles, please let us know. (laughs) We've been talking for 20 minutes or an hour. I can't tell. Couldn't tell you. So great brainwashes both brought by jenny friend falling out and connecting with our babies yeah what's your brainwash no 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 no, those are both mine too 
No, you have to have one. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, we not everything has to be everything. Why don't I just come up with castings? Okay, you don't have okay. to do anything. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, now we do castings on the podcast, which is where we come up with things and then we cast ourselves as them. Should we do Dawson's Creek? Because we mentioned Dawson's Creek. Didn't watch. Okay. Should we do what else has come up organically? Babies, friends. Salt Lake Housewives. We could do Salt Lake Housewives. Okay. From this season? From all time. All time. Okay. I guess we haven't really lost it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's in prison. Should we write a, um, like, remember that show that Mindy Kaling and that other woman who didn't get famous did about Matt Damon? Yeah. Ben Mm -hmm. Affleck about Goodwill Hunting, like, falling from the sky as Mm -hmm. the script. We should do a show, a fake show as Elizabeth Holmes and Jen Shaw in prison. Well, I know who I am, and it's Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah, you would be Jen Shaw. And I would be Elizabeth Holmes. Like an audio, we could do an audio play. Or let's do a, yeah, let's release a very special episode on our Patreon. That's an audio play of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we launch our Patreon. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm going to do during my maternity leave. Is while the baby is sleeping, I'm going to write fanfic audio play of elizabeth holmes and jen shaw in prison i'm ready to perform the app that they come up with that and then they manipulate the other prisoners they basically recreate what they were doing outside of prison in prison together no spoilies babe why are you giving it all away sorry 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 okay i'm sorry i'm gonna think of who we are okay shut your fucking mouth and think about what salt lake housewives we are all right okay well nicole Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna give you monica I feel like she's coming in with a Nicole energy, very much honest, funny, but can really entertain. You know, she's not taking any prisoners. Is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't really see you as a Lisa Barlow. I don't see you as a Meredith. Heather, I can see like sort of fan fave, funny um, on the outside. But I think I'm I'm leaning towards Monica because she's bringing a little more heat and Heather was just so horrible last season that yeah. it's hard to really connect I'm, with her. I'm loving Monica. I really think that that she feels like a housewife that's been there the whole time. Yeah. Like a Dorinda, like a Shannon Bedore. It's like, yeah, no, you were always supposed to be a housewife. So I'm loving her. Her fight in the van dressed as Trixie Mattel was so yeah. funny. <laughs> Truly that fight will go down in history. Lisa Barlow telling Monica, no, I'm in touch with the middle class. Middle class people have $60,000 rings. And Monica being like, no, they don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, come on. So funny. I wish I lived in a world where that was a normal thing for a middle class person to have. Lisa Barlow is so out of touch. I gave myself Whitney Rose. I feel, I don't know exactly why, but. There's something there about us just kind of like trying to get in the mix no matter what. <laughs> um, just like fucking our husbands on camera, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. them fired from their jobs. <laughs> um, just always kind of like around being baby, sexy doll child. And she can be funny. Absolutely. She's friends with Trixie Mattel. How could she not be funny? Yeah, she's got there's 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 a good vibe there. She's working maybe too hard. 
right now, but for the most part, I enjoy her. Well, I, I think that totally makes sense. I would love to see you play Whitney uh, while I do not think that you are Whitney. I do think you are Lisa Barlow. <laughs> I do think you're sort of coming in with a huge soda and a Taco Bell bag and sort of like... <laughs> yeah. Just, um like getting upset about things that don't make any sense and like having really strong opinions about other things. It's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not really being able to follow where we are, but um, just funny and doesn't know it all the time. Oh my the, God. Her singing away in a major is very Jenny finding her voice. Yeah. <laughs> her singing voice. There's just, I think parallels between you and Lisa. Oh my um, god, her freak out about her makeup, not wanting to do drag makeup was so wild. Yeah, and everyone's sort of being like, okay, I don't know how we're here, but we're here. <laughs> I flew in glam. Flew in my glam. I flew in glam. And then unfortunately, I did give myself Jen Shaw because I think incredible personality evil soul. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, I want to be very clear, I would never defraud elderly people. It's not in my nature. But I think if you take that piece of the puzzle away, she had a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why we were less mad at her as an audience than we were at Erica Jane. Yeah, she was keeping it easy breezy and fun (laughs) till the end. (laughs) Yeah, I almost gave you Jen Shaw. Yeah, it's... Monica feels like Jen Shaw without the, yeah, defrauding. I, of course, I considered Monica for myself as well, but I was just like, I really like Monica, so I couldn't tell if that was just clouding it. Beautiful. Do you want to do another one? You want to call this baby? <laughs> we should call it. I don't know. She's done. Okay. Well, Jenny. <laughs> Nicole. We, we're done now, <laughs> and we love each other. Yes. And... We ever are mad at each other or want to talk about it, that's okay. Friends can also talk about it. Friends can talk. And also, friends can just support from afar. Yeah. Every version of friendship is okay unless it's toxic and bad. Yeah. Unless someone feels either taken advantage of or someone feels pressure. We do not advocate for pressuring your friends or taking advantage of them. Yeah. We do advocate for giving people space when they need it and also for speaking up if you feel like you want to. Yeah. That's the pod's official stance on friendship. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, I love you. Okay, I love you. 